ignite your passion for God and for His work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Oyibi Cathedral. He comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's Word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Gospel Crusade, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving Word of God. Now, listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo. Never ran 
you won't turn around Walls you won't get down Coming after me There's no shadow you won't light up Lie you won't tear down Coming after me There's no shadow you won't light up Wall you won't kick down Coming after me There's no shadow you won't light up Lie you won't tear down Coming after me There's no shadow you won't light up Wall you won't kick down Coming after me There's no shadow you won't light up Lie you won't kick down Coming after me There's no shadow you won't light up Lie you won't kick down Coming after me There's no shadow you won't light up Lie you won't tear down Coming after me no shadow you won't light up Wall you won't kick down Coming up to me
world today. Our Bible has no other. Jesus is the way. Jesus is the answer for the world today. Our Bible has no other. Jesus is the way. If you have some questions in the corners of your mind and traces of discouragement and peace you cannot find, reflections of the open seem to face you every day. But there's one thing I do know. Jesus is the way, sing with me now. Jesus is the answer for the world today. Above Him there's no other, cause Jesus is the way. Jesus is the answer for the world today. Above Him there's no other. I know you've got mountains that you think you cannot climb. I know your skies are dark, you think the sun won't shine. In case you don't know that the word of God is true, everything he has promised. For you sing with me now, Jesus is the answer for the world today. Above him there's no other Cause Jesus is the way. Jesus is the answer for the world today. Above him there's no other. I know you've got mountains that you think you cannot climb. I know your skies are dark, you think the sun won't shine. In case you don't know that the word of God is true, everything he has promised, he will do it for you. Let's sing now. Jesus is the answer for the world today. Above Him there's no other. Cause Jesus is the way. He's the truth and the light. He's the 
been good to us hallelujah now it's time for the favorite part of my of today's service we have reached the climax and i would encourage all those outside to come in and settle down ushers please get everyone outside inside great so um, today we have a special man of god here who god has commissioned to share a word with us hallelujah it is spiritual food we are coming for so let's all be ready for this meal in first timothy chapter 4 verse 6 paul encouraged timothy to nourish himself in the words of faith and in good doctrine today god has prepared a servant of god to serve us with a tantalizing spiritual meal this morning are you ready to receive it if you are ready to receive it and if you are excited as i am kindly rise to your feet and shout to the lord and shout to the lord i cannot hear you let's honor the man of god let's honor the servant of god as i invite to this pulpit the bishop edwin morgan ago shout to the lord I don't want to be a wayside ground. I don't want to be a thorny ground. I don't want to be a thorny ground. 
don't want to be a stony ground. Clap your hands. God knew about this day and he had a plan for your life. Father, we thank you. And now, secondly and finally, I want to ask us to ask God to make our hearts ready to receive his word. Jesus. Lift your hands and pray and ask the Lord. Lord, prepare my heart. Make me ready. Prepare my heart. Make me ready. Make me ready to receive. Make me ready to receive. Make me ready to receive. Prepare my heart to be a good ground. Prepare my heart father we thank you yes father we thank you we thank you we are very grateful for this beautiful sunday morning in jesus name we pray amen 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 clap your hands and you may please be seated keep clapping your hands unto the lord oh let your hand clap be louder Let's also welcome our online congregation who are joining us from far and near. Let's appreciate God for our friends in London, in Zambia, in Nigeria, from Brazil, America, who are also in this service with us. Clap your hands and let's welcome them. Make them feel welcome because they are a part of what God is doing here this morning. Hallelujah. And I want to welcome you specially to this morning's service. If today is your first time, I want to say you are very welcome to church. 
I am happy you made it here. You know, it's not easy coming here. You, you must want to come here before you get here, to be able to get here. But I'm very happy you made it. And I'm sure you already can tell that it is worth coming here this morning. I said you already can tell that it is worth coming here this morning. And I know that God has something very, very precious to hand over to you. Father, let your will be done in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, this morning, I'm talking about salvation. And I'm going to be talking about salvation and preaching about salvation for a couple of weeks ahead because the most important thing that has happened to you is your salvation if you are saved. Your salvation is higher than your being a rich man. Your salvation is more powerful than your beauty. Your salvation is what makes sense of your eight eights, if you will ever have one. If you have eight eights and you are not saved, you can end up in jail with your eight A's. There are many intelligent people in jail who are there because they were intelligent. Yeah. If they were like you and I, they would be in town. But they were too smart. And smartness minus God is a disaster. The same way beauty minus God you can put in the word. It's a beast. Beauty minus God is a beast. So, so this morning, I'm starting to talk about salvation. You see, you can be in church and not know about salvation. Today is a special Sunday called Salvation Sunday. Salvation Sunday. Yesterday we had Salvation Saturday. And today we are having Salvation Sunday. Say Salvation Sunday. Hallelujah. It's very important that you hear a message on salvation. It's very important that you understand salvation. My dear friends, we are not here merely attending church on Sundays. I hope so. I hope you are not just a Sunday churchgoer and that you are a proper child of God or someone who wants to be a child of God. So I'm going to be preaching from this very powerful book. I hope there will be some. Very soon we are going to open our bookshop. And, uh, but I'm sure there will be some copies outside. This book, Key Facts for New Believers, contains very important information for you as a Christian. 
And you need to know it. You need to know it. So I'm going to, pre- to be preaching chapter after chapter. There are very powerful chapters like how to become a born again Christian, which is what I'm preaching today. Key facts about salvation. Six powerful results of your salvation. What you must know about water baptism. The baptism of the Holy Ghost. Develop yourself by speaking in tongues. Grow in your new life by reading the Bible regularly. Seven steps to an effective quiet time. Grow in your new life by praying regularly. Grow as a new believer by fellowshipping regularly. And on and on. Today, the message I'm sharing with you is titled, How to Become Born Again. How to Become a Born Again Christian. How do you become a born again Christian? And born again means born again. The meaning of born again is what? Being born again. Why is it important to be born again? Why? The answer to this question is the same answer we will give to somebody who writes an exam again. Why do you write call marks again? Some of you have written it three times. No, listen. Why? Why should somebody do something again? There are many reasons, but one of the big reasons is the same as the reason why someone has to write an exam again. Why do you write an exam again? I have failed an exam before. And I had to write it again. Why did I have to write it again? Because I failed. I failed. I wrote the exam and I failed. I didn't make it. And I needed to write the exam because if I had not written it, that failure was going to determine a lot of things in my life. I wouldn't be able to work in an office as an accountant. I wouldn't be able to be a lawyer. In fact, I wouldn't even be able to go to the university. And if I'm not able to go to the university, I'll just be an area boy in my area, just betting, betting. Waiting for weekend to come to know 
Chelsea versus Man U and the, and the score because my last is the 10 cities I put on the bet. Yes. Yes. First goal. Praying that Man U scores the first goal because I have placed a bet on the first goal. Yes. Such a useless life. A useless life. I mean, a, 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 a young man, 18, 17, 15, 20, and all you live to do is to gamble. I mean, it's a useless life. Useless life. And you are living such a useless life because you could not pass commas. You couldn't pass commas. You couldn't pass it. And because you couldn't pass it, there's a lot you can't do. Yes. If you are in law school, you fail a paper. You must write it again. Because if you don't write it, you can't graduate as a lawyer. And all the years you've spent are useless years. You must as well be a seamstress or some, something. Because you can't be a lawyer. You might as well start maybe, I don't know, study architecture or something. But you can't be a lawyer. So the reason why we write an exam again is that we don't want certain things to follow us. That's why we write an exam again. Why should you be born again? Because the first birth was a failure. The first one, the first one was a disaster. The first birth was a disaster. Why was it a disaster? What was your first bet? Your first bet, or if you want good English, your first born, <laughs> your first born in, <laughs> is what has made you what you are. The work your mother did Psalm 51 says, in sin did my mother conceive me. In sin. Behold, I was shaping in iniquity. It's like the shape of your life. You see, iniquity is a very strong form of sin. It's a twisted form of sin. It's like, it's, it's like you have departed from the rights. And he said, I was shaping. You see, a shape. When you see a shape, a shape is what is used to describe something. Oh, that box there. That round object there. Can I have that tall stick there? Shapes are how things are made. And the Bible says that what your mother did at the labor world made you a very corrupt person. Corrupt person. Your shape was the shape of a drunkard. Some of you young men here, your shape is the shape of a pornographer. Yes. You cannot spend six hours without you taking your phone to watch pornography. That is your shape. That's your shape. 
and you've done nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong. I expect I'll be surprised if you are not watching pornography. I'll be very surprised at a girl, a girl who is not fornicating. It's not normal. I expect you to fornicate. Why? Because your shape is a sinful shape. That's why you see that it's very easy to sin. So easy to sin. Because that is your shape. That's the first exam. The first attempt. <laughs> you see, your mother, when she went to the labor ward and gave birth to you, I don't know whether she went to the labor ward or she held a tree to give, I don't know how she gave birth to you, but let's say we all, they all went to the labor ward. That work she went to do only produced a thief. She produced a thief. It's a failed attempt. Have you ever seen a father who will sit his son down and say, boy, sit down, let me teach you how to watch pornography. No. He knows where to find it. That's like my area where I live. People sell Indian hemp there. I've lived there for many years. I don't know where it is sold. I don't know where to sold. But a young man moved into my area just four days ago. He has found five places where Indian hemp is sold. It's easy. I mean, when you enter, you can sense where the we is. Because <laughs> that is your nature. Have you seen a pretty girl with a nice hourglass shape who is not fornicating? Behold, I was shaping in iniquity. My nature is a twisted nature. And in sin, did my mother conceive me? Are our mothers bad? No mother is bad. They've done their best for us. They've sold their jewelry to pay our school fees. Sold their cloth to take us to school. Done things that they shouldn't even have done to make sure we speak good English. What wrong has a mother done? But it was a failure. Every mother's attempt is a failure. Every first attempt at giving birth is a failure. It's a failure. So there are fathers who regret taking their children to the best schools. Because he went to that school only to become a homosexual. And now that there's a new government in America, homosexuality is going to be like mangoes on a tree in town. Come on. You need to know God yourself. There's a wind about to blow into families. A wind. There's a wind about to blow. You have no idea what type of wind it is. In sin, did my mother conceive me? My mother was a school teacher, very, very principled. She raised me very well, did everything a mother should do. 
By the time I was 13 years, by, by that time, I was smoking one packet of cigarettes a day. I was drinking alcohol in bottles, 13 years old. Say failure. failure. No, she has failed. She has failed. She has failed. So there are many mothers who sit down and wonder, how did my daughter become like this? How did my son become like this? Where did my son learn this hairstyle from? What is happening to my son? What is happening? Nothing is happening. It is normal for him to be that twisted human being because his shape is an iniquitous shape. That is the reason why everyone on earth must consider writing the exam of birth again. You see, because if you don't get born again, this first birth and its problems will follow you. The same way failing comments and not writing will follow you. We employ you in an office, you are a thief. I don't know, I don't know what amount of money will tempt you to take some. I, do, I, I cannot imagine it. I don't know how many dollars in boxes can tempt me as I stand here. I enter a room and there's dollars. Then I, I want to take some and put it in my pocket. I don't know. I, I don't know. Maybe it is there, but I, I, I can't imagine it. Why? Because what I'm saying, many of you can't do it. Most of you young guys here, if you enter a room with dollars in boxes, you, you live in hide in one box. You will hide in a box for them to go and lock the door. Then you, start, you, you, you come out to display properly. I'm preaching. Even somebody's phone lying by you there, you are already planning how to remove the phone. Right? As I'm preaching, somebody here, you have seen somebody's phone and you are, you are planning how to extract the phone. Do you know why? Do you know why? Because you are still living in the condition of the failed states of your mother's bed. In sin. Failed attempt. That is why we get born again. It's not because our parents didn't bring us up well. Imagine, say, can you stand up? If your first attempt, if you married this woman with your first attempt, your mother's attempt, the, the, the sinful one, you married this girl. Ten rights. Right, you know, ten, look at the one sitting by her right, on her right. Succulent. Succulent. <laughs> Foolish boy. Look at the next one, the next one on her right. Powerful. Look at the left, look at the left. Look, look behind the one you were going to marry. Aja. <laughs> so if this woman marries this man, who is everybody must be born twice. 
if you meet a man who has been born only once, it's a very dangerous man. It's a very dangerous man. That is why the devil has successfully transformed pastors, pastors into preachers of money, preachers of prosperity, preachers of governance, say everything and it, but don't talk about salvation. So you can sit in church, thank you sir, and never hear a message on salvation. Never hear it. And the pastor will let you feel that just coming to church on Sunday morning, it's okay. But this morning, I want to show you how you can be born again. So that the problems of your mother's work doesn't follow you. I'm preaching. We smokers, fornicators, some of you young guys, you must masturbate every day. Every day. I mean, it's like you are, you are twisted. The reason is simple. You are living your normal first birth life. As soon as you are born again, you depart from that life. Because the, the old life is gone. So if you want to be born again, two things are very important. And I'll mention them and then we close the service. Very easy. Number one, you must first believe. 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 In Jesus Christ as the Son of God. You must believe in Jesus Christ as the Son of God. You see, nothing will change you except the things you believe. As I'm speaking now, there are young men, healthy, strong young men, who are, they must be about 10, 7, 10, 15, in different camps, different groups, who are on the desert above Mali, Agades, going towards Morocco. Then some would branch to Libya. And when they get there, they hire a dingy, it's not even a boat, it's like some inflatable raft. You pump air into it, and they enter Maybe different, three different groups will enter. And then they are crossing that short space between Africa and Europe to get to Spain. And on the Agadez Desert, they only live on their urine. 
because I mean, as for food, you can only eat so much, but you will urinate. So when they when they stand to urinate, they capture the urine because they will drink it as time goes on. They drink, urinate, drink, urinate. Many collapse. Just no, no gunshot, no arrow, bow and arrow. They just collapse and they are, they just start. You go, they see bones. I was in Mali, the northern part. Um, I, I, our convoy almost saw Agades. You see, dead bodies lying there. Why? They believe that Nigeria has nothing for them. They believe that Ghana has nothing to offer them. That if they can make it to Europe, inshallah. Even though it's a deadly voyage, I will go. Why? Because they believe. They believe that Ghana has nothing to offer them. I'm saying that what you believe can change you. You will never take a joint of Indian hemp to smoke. Until you believe that it can make you have a feeling you've never felt as a feeling, which you must feel as a feeling. Say, believe. What people believe, it becomes their life. What people believe, when you see somebody who believes in something, that becomes the person's life. It's far higher it, it, it does more than the person's education. Look, I don't know how many of you know about something called 9-11. Some bombing that took place in America. The guys who went there, I tell you, they were married to beautiful women. One of them, his wife was pregnant. A pregnancy, many of us are believing God that our wife, if only she can get one, I'll be happy. They were married. Some went to the top schools in America. Top, top schools. I mean, intelligent enough for them to be able to study aeronautics and piloting. Intelligent enough. Some of you, if I put you even on a motorbike, you wouldn't know how to turn your things. But these guys could move a Boeing 747. Beautiful. Very intelligent. Very married. Very family. <laughs> But what they believed overrode their academic life, their social life, their family. Osama bin Laden, Osama bin Laden, his father was, he himself was a millionaire. He came from the bin Laden family in Saudi Arabia. Rich construction magnate. But what he believed, Jesus help me. What he believed sent him into the forest of Pakistan. Living in caves. When his toilet, Osama bin Laden's toilet, could be this hall. With a toilet in the middle. <laughs> with air con- thousand air conditioners. <laughs> his toilet. Some of you, your toilet, when you enter, you can't turn. 
how you go is how you come back. You go like this. No, no. You have to go like this. You will sit down, you finish, then you come back. But this could be Osama Bin Laden's toilet. You can imagine his bedroom. But in spite of that, he was living in the caves. Why? What you believe can drive you out of your house. That's why <laughs> to be born again that is to have this new life obviously you must believe something you can't enter this new life believing in what you used to believe already believing in your smartness believing in your fast moves believing in your crookishness believing in your beauty believing in your handsomeness no it begins by believing in Jesus Christ. And that belief must be powerful enough to change you. What you believe must be powerful enough to change you. Many people don't believe. Many, some of you say you are just a churchgoer. If you believe in something, it will show in the decisions you take. Like he believed in something. He said, no, I can't live here. I can't live in a, in, a, in a mansion with chandeliers. I can't. What I believe doesn't allow me to live here. The same way we also expect that what you believe should be able to drive you out of certain friendships. That what I believe cannot allow me, will not allow me to be friends with fornicators, pornographers, thieves. No, I believe in something and it changes my life. You know, I don't know what is, what was wrong with me, but I grew up loving music. I don't know what, what the problem was. But I was deeply into music. Of course, I was deeply into pornography, but music was deeper. I was deep into music. And those days, gospel music, which tell us, no, there's no problem. You can't find, I mean, proper music. I mean, that's, that's pop, R&B, beautiful. Yeah, and my and my and my specialty was jazz, and the the, the, the subspecialty was Japanese jazz. Japanese jazz, beautiful. My idol was Sadao Watanabe. I love it. My best station, I couldn't find anyone in Ghana. My best station was a station in Gabon. FM station in Gabon. Meanwhile, I had not even crossed from Takwani to Tama before. I, don't ask me, ask me how I got to know about this, an, an FM station in Gabon. But it was called 
Africa numero one. That was the top FM station in Africa. If you wanted the latest releases, weekly by the day releases, Teddy Ose. That was the DJ. DJ Teddy Ose. 30 years ago. I said 45 years ago, sorry. So in the evening, I'll tie the antenna of my radio, I'll connect it to a wire, and climb four floors. I lived in a tall building, four floors, and go and create some antenna there. And I'll be in my room 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Prime time. Africa numero one. I liked it. There was no music I didn't know because we needed it to know which clubs to attend. You need to attend the clubs that will play your type of music. But ladies and gentlemen, somebody introduced me to Jesus Christ. Like I'm going to introduce him to you today. When I believed in him, the belief was so powerful that I took my cassettes one by one, put them in the cassette player, press play and record and delete all the music. Because I did not. Because see, when you believe in something to a certain degree, it will not allow you to be in a certain life. So the same energy with which I found Africa numero one in Gabon, I, I, I also, because I needed music. You see, some of you claim to be born again, but you are into unbeliever songs. You claim that you have met Jesus, you believe in Jesus, and you, and you are into music that is played in discos. Yes, it's on your phone. You believe in Jesus so much, but it can't stop you from sleeping with girls. Can't stop you. I found another FM station, but this time it was in Liberia, Monrovia, called Radio Elwa. I went to see the place myself. Radio Elwa, E-L-W-A. That was where also the latest gospels were coming from, the Maranatis. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm saying that when you believe in something, look, when you see a person who believes in something, you must be very careful. You must be very careful. A girl who believes that it's her mother who is the reason why she can't get pregnant, you must be, you must be very, you must fear that girl. Because the truth is that we are guided by beliefs. See, as I'm talking now, you, if you are a thinking person, you would notice that very little of you has changed except attending church. You are still a cook. But when you believe, you see, First John chapter 5 verse 1. First John chapter 5. Whosoever believeth that Jesus is the Christ. This is it. Once, 
you believe it so powerfully, it changes you and makes you somebody born of God. No, I, I, but I, I'm sure you know that not everybody is a child of God. Don't allow people who have not read their Bibles to deceive you that we are all children of God. We are all not children of God. We are all the creatures of God. He created all of us. But there are things you do to become a child. Jesus Christ told some people, you are of your father, the devil. So, certain people are children of Satan. Many are here today. You are of your father, the devil. So, when such a sentence like, he that believeth that Jesus Christ um, is the son of God, is born of God, it's not a small thing because not everybody is born of God. Some of you are born of devils. You are actually a child of the devil. A child of Satan. But you've been able to get someone to deceive you that you are a child of God in spite of your ways. But today I'm saying that you can be the devil's child. He said, you are of your father. John 8. 44. You are of your father, the devil. This morning, some of you are going to make that switch. Oh, I said, some of you are going to make that switch. The same way people can switch from Ghanaian passport to British passport. Some of you are going to switch from being a child of the devil to a child of God. Because you can be sitting here as a child of the devil. And, and, and you know, we all went to school. After school, where, where did we go? We all, we all went to our parents. Imagine if you are a child of the devil. After school, where will you go? When you die, where are you going? Hell! Where devil the devil is. <laughs> I said, after school, where do we go? We all go to our father's house. So when you finish living and you die, you will go to your father. And your father, if your father is the devil, he said, ye are of your father. The devil. If your father is the devil, then you are going down to hell. Some of you, if you had to have died yesterday, you would have gone down to hell. But today, by reason of your salvation, your destination will change. Beautiful. Acts 13. Paul met a sorcerer. In verse 10 of Acts 13, he began to rebuke the demon possessed, like some malam or some fetish priest, who was following them, disturbing them. And he turned and began to rebuke him. This act is like, oh, you, you, this man, full of subtlety and mischief. Thou Continue with me. I can't, I can't read. My English is not allowing me. What is the word there? What is the phrase? Thou what? Thou what? Help me to preach. Thou what? Child of the 
looked at him and said, you are a child. You're, you are not a child of God. Some of you girls here are children of the devil. Thou child of the devil. Thou enemy of all righteousness. Will thou not cease to pervert the right ways of the Lord? This morning, I'm saying to you that if you want to be born again, that is, you, you don't want your first failed bet to follow you. <laughs> we, are, we, we are all bad. Look, we are by nature corrupt. Can you think about it? Which mother has taught her son how to steal milk? Uh, uh, come, Kwame, come. This is the milk. If you want to steal, drink it this way. And then do it this way. Have you seen? Which mother has taught the son how to steal milk? No. But two years, they know that when they enter the fridge and they drink, they must use their singlet to clean the top so that their upper lip doesn't make a mark. Why? We are evil. Today, if only you will believe, and I listen, I'm not talking about the belief that just says in your head that I'm a born again Christian. I attend Makane Church International. I, my, 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 my pastor is Pastor Fred. And I, no, not the belief that brings you to church on Sunday morning and when you close, you are a devil from then to the next Sunday. Not that type of belief. Because the Bible says that even the demons believe. Come on, think of it. Mm, that's not serious. Even the demons, what? Believe and they shudder. So there's something more than believing. The demons believe. And they what? Shudder. They shake. When the name of Jesus is mentioned, they shake. When they hear the word of God, they shake. That's the Bible. It says, you believe that there is one God. You, you, you've done well. The devils also believe. I mean, you don't shudder. When was the last time a message shook you and changed you? You are the same person. You come and sit in the chair, hear a word, give an offering, you go back home. Not the same person. Continue. I'm talking about shudder. <laughs> when did you shake? Which message have you heard which was powerful enough to shake you away from pornography? But I heard a message, it shook me away from pornography. Last night, a brother came to stand here. He said he was an armed robber. He was an armed robber. He came to church and he heard the word, and that word shook him. You see, when you shake, like, and you shouldn't do it. And I, I can only use a, 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 a young, a slim girl. If you meet her and you shake her a lot, you realize when you leave her, she'll not be wearing any earring, her chain will be on the floor. A lot of things around sisters can be shaking. Even the way can fall. Mother, the word of God should be able to shake your boyfriend away from you. 
Shake pornography away from you. Shake betting away from you. Shake worldly music away from you. Shake you. The demons believe. This morning, I'm not talking about the belief that makes you a church member. I'm talking about the belief that changes your relationship with your mother. That makes you say to the boy, no more. No more. I can't do this. What I believe now doesn't allow me to touch you. And you can't touch me. My breast is out of bounds. But you know yourselves, that's not the case. Some of you guys, your hands have gone to places they shouldn't go. Even though you, because you, the word of God cannot shake habits from you. Number one, if you want to believe, if you want to be born again, number one, you must believe. Believe in Jesus. Believe and believe until you become a child of God. Because it's not that God is a child of God. Believe until you are changed. I mean, you can sit down and listen to um, Jay-Z, Shatawale, when mentioned those, this type of you, you, are, you, are, you believe in Jesus. You can listen to these things and it's like nothing happens. It's like you are just enjoying. You believe in Jesus. Your left hand is holding a woman's breast. You are not married to her. It's like nothing hits you. Wow! You've taken a sister's money that you are going to supply her with four braziers. Last year, the money is with you. You've not sent the brazier to her and you can still be in church and lift one and worship. Lord, we love you. Lord, we love you. You are just a worshiper. You are not a believer. Belief is supposed to shake you. Shake you. Shake nonsense out of you. Shake pornography out of you. Shake a certain way of living out of you. You are born again. You can stand in front of your mother and, and, and do this to your mother. Like you just your mother. You take her wig and slap her with it. Wow! 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 Born again is believing. And it's, I'm, I'm saying that it's not that believe I'm a singer. I believe in Jesus. Jesus, 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 Jesus. No, it must show a change in your life. I used to bet. I don't bet anymore. I didn't used to go to church. Now I am in church. I didn't used to pray. Now I pray. I believe. Some of you, when we are fasting, during the fast, you still watch pornography. Number two. Second. Are you in church? Only two things. I've said, number one, you must believe. This morning, I'm going to give you a chance 
to believe. And you see, that type of belief is not something which happens to you just overnight. You pursue. You pursue. I got born again two years more than I'll be 40 years. Two years more, I'll be 40 years born again. Yeah. I've been pursuing for 40 years. Yeah. It's not about just coming to say a sinner's prayer and going back to your devilish ways. No. You bow your knee and you bow your knee tomorrow. Your relationship bows the knee. Your friendships bow the knee. Your, your, your choices must bow. Jesus. Do you want him? If you want him, this is the way. If you don't want him, stay with your first bets and go to hell. Number two, and I'm ending. You must ask him to come into your heart. You, nobody forces you. If you want to be born again, number one is that you believe. And what is belief? Believe in a way that it sh- even devils shake. Believe in a way that changes your life. That shakes alcohol out of your life. One of our reverends, he was in church last night. He said, before he got born again, he was smoking weed. In what? Sacks. What change has taken place? So, you see, when you claim you are to be born again, and we don't see any change in you, you are just joking, you are, you, and you are deceiving yourself. Yeah. I think before this series, I was preaching about great change. Yeah. That, that, it's, it's from a belief. I mean, you believe in such a way that it breaks you away from things. Ima- no, I'm saying, imagine a millionaire living in caves just because he believes that America must come down on his knees. What do you believe? What do you believe? If you watch videos of Osama bin Laden, he wasn't the only intelligent person. He wasn't the only graduate. He believed in such a way that he was able to gather other people to join him. Yes, that's belief. When you believe in something very powerfully, you are able to get people to join you. That's a witness. Because John said, John 1, 1 John 1, said, that which we have seen and heard and handled. That's what we talk about. We, you can't talk about something you've not experienced. And Sunday morning church service. It's not the experience. There's no experience. Those are just words we use for posters. The experience. We are experiencing something. Real experience in God. It's not Sunday morning. What is here? What is on Sunday morning? No. How you walk with God on Monday, on Tuesday, you sin, you, you ask for forgiveness, you read your Bible, you do what is right, you pay your tithe, you live a holy life, you forgive your friend. Those are experiences. I come to church to watch a choir sing. Number two, you must ask Christ to come into your life. And you must say a prayer. And I'm preaching from this book. It's all here. The prayer is this. 
Lord Jesus, you must say, maybe not in the exact words, but you must say a prayer like this. Lord Jesus, I come to you as a sinner, lost and condemned to hell. And you must believe that you are lost. That you are handsome, but you are lost. You are beautiful, but you are lost. You have got money, but you are lost. You must believe it, that your father is rich, but you are lost. Was the prodigal son not lost? Was his father a poor man? A man whose house had servants. You must believe. This morning, it's up to you. Look, to depart from your mother's bed, I needed to depart from my mother's bed because it never helped me. For as long as I was only born of my mother, I was a wee smoker. I was pornography. Pornography. Those days when there was no mobile phone, no t- tablet. We had magazines, hard copies, plenty under my bed. When I wake up, I just lift my mattress and take one and have my quiet time. You must know that you are lost. This morning, somebody here must know that you are lost. That you are a sinner. You may be a school prefect, but you are a, why are you a sinner? Because you were born in sin. It's, it's just recently that things have changed. But those days, if you were born in America, you are an American. If you were born in Sussex, you are British. Where your mother dropped you, you were born. But things have changed. Imagine sin is a location. If you were born in a place called sin, you are what? And you must believe. And you must believe that your mother's first attempt can disturb your life. Nothing will do, you do will work. You will marry to break. You get a job, they will sack you. That's, a, that's the best treatment they will give you to sack you. Because ideally you should go to jail. Nothing you do because you are corrupt. You are corrupt. Today, I'm going to give everybody here a chance. To pray that prayer and say, Lord, I believe I am a sinner. I believe I am lost. Save me. I believe with all my heart that you died on the cross and rose up again for my sins. I open my heart to you and receive you as my Lord and personal Savior. Personal Savior. Everybody say personal Savior. Jesus is not a general Savior. I dare say, he's not even a savior of the world. Because he came to the world. They didn't mind him. Don't stand and think of world and think of your classroom. Always think personal. Are you born again? Not general. Jesus doesn't save families. He saves individuals. 
So when he attempted to save the world, he was rejected. But as many as received him. Those people, not those ones, those people, he gave power to become what? Sons of God. Today, people who are hungry for Jesus will receive Jesus. I read again. Lord Jesus, I come to you as a savior. Lost and condemned to hell. I repent of my sins. I ask for your forgiveness. I believe with all my heart that you died on the cross and rose up again for my sins. I open my heart to you and receive you as my Lord and personal Please take control of my life and make me what you want me to be. From today, I am yours and you are mine. So what happens to you when you are born again? When you are born again, what happens to you is that the Holy Spirit enters your heart and changes you from inside. So you see that somebody gets born again and the shirt he's wearing is the same. His haircut, ah, do I have hair? If he doesn't have hair and he gets born again, he still has no hair. If he was dark, he's still dark. Because the change that takes place is a change that takes place inside. Let's end with Ezekiel 36 verse 26. It says, a new heart also will I give you. You see that nobody is walking about with his heart hanging outside. Makatwa, makaya. So as the girl is consider her heart is beating under her breast. Hello? Like as I can see now, then your In fact, if you see that the person is dying, because you can actually look at somebody and you can see his heart beat in his chest. Wow. Yes, the heart is enlarged and it's beating. You can see. You can see. You can see movement. We call it precordial activity. You are not supposed to see. It's inside of you. This morning, the Holy Spirit is going to come inside of you. Hey, 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 listen, listen, listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to me, please. Let me tell you. When a person gets born again, you will see some changes on the outside. If some things outside were not good. If the person outside was always seen with girls, smooching girls, you see that outside he has changed. If you see a girl who dresses and her breasts are pouring out, or only the nipple is inside something, but the rest are outside. You see, you see, you see, you see, Jesus went in Mark 5, he went to, a, to town and he met a madman. And one of the things about the madman is that he was naked. You see, so the degree to which you expose yourself can also depict the degree to which evil spirits are working in you. Or the level of madness. 
So when you see like, a, a girl has dressed up wearing high heels and she has just got, got a handkerchief around her buttocks, she's moving. I said, this is not a normal person. The level of nakedness is determined by the amount of demons in you. Some changes must take place outside. But that is not the first place. The first place we see a change is not outside. We don't start combing our hair because we got born again. We don't start wearing things that are decent. No, we don't start. The first place a change takes place is where? Inside of you. That when that change takes place inside of you, you can imagine what it happens. What, what it does. It causes changes to come outside. If no change has taken place in you, the things you do outside are just cosmetic. Like right now, I can take a brother's phone and then I checked. Oh, this brother, he is watching pornography. This brother is listening to um, Stone Boys, into this type of unbeliever music, nightclub, uh, what? Uh, what? Kwame Eugene and what? Shatawale and these things. Hey, 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 no, no, no. You are a Christian. Obey. So delete it. Delete the pornography. Remove it. Stand up, stand up and remove it. Remove it. Now go to the music also. The music I saw, there's Shatawale and all those things. No. As a believer, you listen to Tego Sisters. Daughters of Glorious Jesus. Ida songs. First love music. Ida Live. Um, what, what do you listen to? Susie and Ma, Joe Metal, Joe Metal. Kwesi Oting, Uncle Ato, Hannah Marfo. Hello? So give your phone to him. Sir, please put Kwesi Oting, Hannah Marfo on it. Just put it on it. Beautiful. It's okay. So now, this is it. Okay? Don't watch pornography again. So when I take his phone, I've, I've been able to get him to stop watching pornography. Sorry, to delete. I've got him to put gospel music on. Okay? That's a Christian. Okay? Yes. Sit down. Don't do that again. Yes. Now, what have I done? The change I've seen in this man is what? But say it is that which comes from inside a man that changes him. Something must cause he himself. No! I can't watch it again. Nobody is talking to him. No, I can't. Aunt Akane, can you please, do you have Hanamafo? Danamafo. Hanamafo. Do you have Hanamafo? Do you have daughters? Aunt Akane, please put someone on my Facebook. No, she didn't force him. When somebody has to force you to stop watching pornography, force you to come to church, force you to read your Bible, force you to listen to gospel music, it means that nothing has happened inside of you. It's cosmetic. And I give you six weeks. What happens when you are born again? Inside. 
of your heart. A new heart. A new heart. If somebody puts you on a bus to come to church, I'm telling you that you may be an unbeliever. It doesn't mean you are a born again Christian. Especially if you were put on a bus by a lady. You are a man. A woman came to your house this morning. You know, one day I saw a pressing iron in my daughter's car. I said, sweetheart, are you ironing your things to go to places that, I mean, what is a pressing iron doing in your, in your car? How? Explain it. What is this? So, daddy, I use it for mobilization. I said, mobilization of what? Oh, he said, on Sundays, when I go to the hostels, the people I'm bringing to church, they'll be sleeping. So I go and I wake them up. Then when they wake up, they go to their wardrobes and take their shirts and give their shirts to me. Then I iron their shirts. That's my daughter, a girl. I know some of the center leaders here who fetch water in buckets. So she irons and goes to wait in the car. He bats. Some, some people, even as they are born, they finish bathing, they jump through the window and go to the back and disappear in another set and disappear. But those, she is fortunate enough to come out, enter the car, and she drives it. My, my dear friend, those things are what? Cosmetic. If somebody has to iron your shirts, fetch water for you, and I hope no lady has bathed my church member. But some ladies can be so desperate to bring people to tell that if she must bat you, if she must close her eyes and bath you and say, lift your leg and put a sponge under and... So they're desperate. So desperate. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm saying to you that a lot of the things we do don't come from inside. So inside. I can get you. To stop watching pornography. But it doesn't mean it's from inside. But when you get born again, a new heart he will give you, he will put inside. Now, that new heart inside of you makes all things possible. No one tells you. You wake up in the morning, 6.30, the bus hasn't come. You start moving. You say, no, I can't put my future, my, my church attendance in the hands of a bus person. No, I'm going myself. Nobody has to call you. I said, two years, I'll be 40 years born again in church. Nobody has had to call me. Never has somebody had to call me. Why? Because that thing I experienced 38 years ago was from where? Today, God wants to do something inside. If there's no change inside of you, your life will just be struggles. You just struggle to stop fornicating. Struggle to stop masturbating. Struggle to stop clubbing. Struggle to stop stealing. Because all your things are, you are like a robot being moved. Somebody somewhere moves you. Stop. Go. Read your Bible. Pray. 
Imagine somebody. Can you imagine you have to call me in the morning and say, Edwin, read your Bible. Me? What was that? But some of you, somebody has to call you. But today, we have a chance to write the exam again. <laughs> and I can assure you, you will pass. I said, today, some of you have been doing things outwardly. That's why the heart is inside. He enters you, removes your heart of stone. I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh, and I will give you a heart of flesh. This morning, God wants to give somebody here a new heart inside of you. This morning, God wants to give birth to somebody again. <laughs> we love our mothers. Can you clap your hands for our mothers? <laughs> Sweet mother, I not go forget you. For the suffer way you suffer for me. Hey, clap again for mothers. But in their most sincere efforts, what they did was not enough. It only turned us into armed robbers, thieves, fornicators, liars, wicked people. But one day we get a chance to write the exam again, to be born again. And when you are born again, your second birth overrides the first bed. Can you stand to your feet this morning? Everyone stand to your feet. No movements. Please close your eyes. Somebody wants to be born again. I was born again almost 40 years ago. No movement. No movement. Every eye closed and every head bowed. You want to say, Pastor, I have never heard this before. Today, I want to be born again. I want Jesus to put his hand inside me and take away my stony heart and change me from within. I don't want to live a Christian life where I do things because I'm told, go here, do this. No, I want to be able to do it myself. Every head bowed. You are here, you want to say, Pastor, please, pray for me. I want to be born again. I want this new life. And God willing, the Sundays ahead, I'm going to be preaching chapter after chapter. Today was chapter one. Every eye closed and every head bowed. If you want to receive Jesus Christ and be born again. For God to do a new work in your heart. Lift your hand. I'm going, I see your hand everywhere. Lift your hand. Pastor, pray for me. I, everywhere. I see many hands. Lift it high, high. I want to see it high. Pastor, pray for me. 
I love my mother. My mother loves me. She cared for me. But what she did at the labor world was not enough. I need a top up. A top up. A top up. Lift your hands. Pastor, pray for me. This morning, if you've even been attending church, you should know by now whether you are born again. Lift your hands. I want to pray for you. Pastor, pray for me. I want to be born again today. I want to know Jesus Christ today. I want to give my life to Christ. I want to start a new life. I'm tired of a life of stealing, masturbating, fornicating, wickedness, cheating, lying. I want to start a new life of holiness. Lift your hands well. Well, I can't see your hand. Now, if your hand is up, I want to ask you to do one little thing more. Take your Bible, take your phone, take your notebook. And all of you, come to the front and meet me here. Come. If your hand is up, come. Come to the front here. I want to meet you here. Clap your hands for them. But you see, God has time. It's called the 11th hour. Just before the door closes, some are able to sneak in. Some of you are last minute type of people. I'm about to pray right now. If you intend to go to your father in heaven, if you die after school, you want to go home to your father in heaven, come now. Come now. 
Yes. Come. Come. Clap for them. They are coming. After school. Keep clapping for them. They are coming. They are coming. They are coming. I'm negotiating with you. It's not good to be born once. It's not good. It's not good. You are just full of iniquity and sin. If you intend to have a change of life, I don't know where you are. There's a lady. I don't know where you are. I'm calling you. Look at my hand. Look at my hand. I'm calling you. Come. Yes. Come. Yes. Now, lift your hands. All those who are standing in front here, lift your hands. People have been changed already. Yes. It's not say, like go to church. Let, let's go to church or read your Bible. No. If the thing takes place, nobody will tell you to read your Bible. Nobody will tell you to go to church. You yourself will go. Imagine somebody has to wake me up to go to church. It's my. That's, it means something is false. Lift your hands. Everyone, lift your hands. And I want you now to say this prayer after me. I'm praying with you. Everyone, the whole congregation, lift up your two hands and say this prayer after me. Say, Heavenly Father, Heavenly Father, I've heard your word, I've heard your word, and I'm sorry, and I'm sorry for living this life, for living this life without your new birth, without your new birth. My first birth, my first birth. Has made me a corrupt person. Has made me a corrupt person. A sinful person. A sinful person. I am dirty. I am dirty. My soul is dirty. My soul is dirty. I'm full of sin. I'm full of sin. Today. Today. I come to you. I come to you. And I ask you. And I ask you. Please change my life. Please change my life. Go inside of me. Go inside of me. Remove my stony heart. Remove my stony heart. Put in a heart of flesh. Put in a heart of flesh. Today. Today. I confess. I confess. That I'm a sinner. That I'm a sinner. I am lost. I am lost. And I'm condemned to hell. Condemned to hell. But oh God. But oh God. Please receive me. Please receive me. And change me. And change me. Change me, Lord. Change me, Lord. Change me, Lord. Change me, Lord. From within. From within. I declare today. I declare today. That you have received me. That you have received me. That I am born again. That I am born again. 
I am born again. I am born again. I'm no more a child of the devil. I am no more a child of the devil. If I die, if I die, I'm going to heaven. I'm going to heaven. I'm starting a new life. I'm starting a new life. A new Christian life. A new Christian life. Now say after me, Satan. 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 Listen to me. Listen to me. I will not obey you again. I will not obey you again. You are not my master. You are not my master. I have found Jesus. I have found Jesus. Jesus has found me. Jesus has found me. He's my master. He's my master. He's my Lord. He's my Lord. He's my Savior. He's my Savior. Oh God. Oh God. Have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. And change my life. And change my life. never be the same again. I will never be the same again. I will never forget today. I will never forget today. Thank you. Thank you for my salvation. For my salvation. Say I am born. I am born again. Again. Say I am born. I am born again. Again. And I'm now a child of God. And I'm now a child of God. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Say, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. I will walk with you. I will walk with you. I will follow you. I will follow you. I will serve you. I will serve you. I will obey you. I will obey you. I will do your will. I will do your will. From today. From today. This is my church. This is my church. I will stay here. I will stay here. I will grow here. I will grow here. I will live for you here. I will live for you here. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. For my salvation. For my salvation. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Beautiful. Beautiful. You will never be the same again. Amen. Now, I am going to give each of you a pastor who is going to help you to grow. Some of them are young, just like you. Some have got gray hairs. Some have got pot bellies. But they are specially made for you. They are anointed men and women also who will come to you. They will visit you. They will teach you. They will help you. They will call you to church. There's nothing wrong with being called to church. David said, I was glad when they said, let's go to church. But there's a time you also must call someone to church. So, this is the head of all the pastors who are going to come to you. Can you see the man waving his hand? Yes. He is going to have a little meeting, a short meeting with you to take down your details and assign it. So, expect someone to come to your house. Likely to be the leader who brought you today. I don't know who, but that person is going to visit you. And when they are coming, you watch. They will come with this book. Anybody who comes to you without a yellow card, a yellow book, means I have not sent him. He's not the one. He must hold this in his hand or on an iPad. At least he must show you the cover and open it and teach you. So I want all of you to follow our pastor to just this room here, right here, the room right here. 
It's where your pastors are going to meet with you and share a few things with you and then you come back and take your seat. So kindly, some of you can go through this aisle. Some can go through this aisle. Or some, yes. Now, now, yours is to clap your hands for them. Salvation Sunday and causing the salvation of very precious souls. Clap your hands for Jesus. Keep, keep, keep clapping. Clapping. Don't stop. I had very fat and large hands to clap for you especially for bringing a soul today but I release a blessing upon your life the blessing that comes upon the obedience the blessing in the Bible spoken and spoken over soul winners the John 10 19 blessings you are assigned and appointed to such blessings clap your hands for Jesus and the next the next salvation Sunday will be in two months time that is in January so all of us we have this month and the month of December, eight weeks to follow them up, teach them, and teach them from the book, this book, the yellow card, 
because we must give the devil a yellow card yes we are giving the devil a yellow card it's over it's over it's over and I believe that today it is worth celebrating the body of Christ in communion take out your communion take out your communion if you brought your communion if you did not bring your communion maybe you are a first time I don't want please everyone sitting should stand please please I'm going to pray we are coming to a table don't worry if you didn't bring anything next week every Sunday when we come to church we come with our communion elements and we have communion but I'm going to pray so even if you didn't bring your communion the prayer will still touch you amen I said the prayer will still touch you amen amen so take the bread if you brought your bread please take it take your bread and lift it up and say this is the body of Christ this is the body of Christ say I am about to partake of this body I am about to partake of this body Jesus Christ Jesus Christ is the body of Christ is the body of Christ he is the body he is the body and today and today as i eat it as i eat it i am making myself i am making myself a part of the church a part of the church nothing can separate me nothing can separate me from this body of christ from this body of christ it is my protection it is my protection it is my guidance it is my guidance it is my prosperity it is my prosperity it is my destiny it is my destiny say the body of christ the body of christ is special to me is special to me is special to me is special Say I'm a part of the body. I'm a part of the body. I will help to build the body. I will help to build the body. I will help to let the kingdom come. I will help to let the kingdom come. Today, today, I'm about to eat the body I'm of Christ. About to eat the body of Christ. The body of Christ. The body of Christ. Let's eat it. If you brought your wine, lift it up. Let's. If you have water, you can take it. Join us. I'm about to pray. If you have nothing in your hand, lift your two hands and confess after me. Say, "This, this is the cup. Is the cup? Say, is the cup of blessing? Is the cup of blessing? The blood of Christ. The blood of Christ. Say, as I drink it, as I drink it, I receive life. I receive life. I receive life. I receive life. Any part of me, any part of me, any part of my life, any part of my that life is dying. That is dying. Receives life. Receives life. As I drink this, as I drink this, life is coming to me. Life is coming to me because it is blood. Because it is blood. Blood gives life. Blood gives life. The blood of Christ. The blood of Christ gives me life. Gives me life. Say, I'm a child of. God. God. As I drink this, this, disease vanishes. vanishes. Curses vanish. vanish. Because it's the cup of blessing. blessing. Say, I am blessed blessed because of this blood. blood. In Jesus' name. name. The blood of Christ. Christ. Let's drink it.
Lift your hands and let me pray for you. You came from home. And some of you did not just come from home. You came from a background. Any background you came from. Professor. That is against the will of God. Professor. That wants to direct your life in a way. To a place. That God has not willed. I destroy that background. Amen. I cut you off that background. Amen. I detach you from that background. Amen. Be free. Free. Be loose. Loose. Whatever is in your background, Jesus, that is against the will of God. Ha! I block it from entering your life. Amen. I block it from entering your life. Amen. I declare that you are overcoming. Amen. Receive victory. I receive it. Receive victory. I receive it. Any area of your life where you need a blessing, Professor. That blessing is coming to you. Amen. That blessing is coming to you. Amen. That blessing is coming to you. Amen. Because you have just drunk from a cup of blessing. Receive a blessing now. Receive it. A curse is replaced. Amen. I see the hand of God. Jesus. Intervening in somebody's matter. Amen. The hand of God. 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 It is intervening. Jesus. It is intervening. Jesus. Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Somebody's been healed. Your body is being healed. Your hand is being healed. A pain is disappearing. A pain is disappearing. Receive your healing now. In your lower abdomen. In your back. Headaches are going. Receive your healing. Power. Power of God. Set you free. Father, we thank you. Yes. I speak to cancer cells. Jesus. I speak to cancer cells. Cancer cells. Cancer cells. Cancer cells. Cancer cells. Vanish now. Dry now. Thank you, Lord. What a beautiful day. What an amazing power. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Continue clapping your hands. Celebrate your victory. Celebrate your victory. In Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated.